Marcus, when did you first pick up an instrument? <laughs> That's great. I was just writing that for kind of a um, a written piece for myself. Age nine, it was, uh, and it was trumpet right away, or, or cornet rather. Yeah, when I was nine years old, I picked out a trumpet based on the fact that I really liked the Star Wars theme. <laughs> And my mom wasn't quite sure I knew what a trumpet was, so she showed me a book of instruments, and and I was able to pick it out. So she was willing to, uh, I think at that time, rent a cornet for me before buying it. Do you come from a musical family? Um, I'd say, yeah. My mom is, um, she's a physicist. She plays um, piano, um, sings, and she's written some pieces for uh, her grandsons uh, in honor of them, uh, my nephews. and. And then each of my three sisters has played an instrument and um, has been in um, musical theater or chorus. Tell me a bit about your journey into becoming a professional musician where you're you're making being a recorded artist what steps did you go yeah. through from school or college into that uh, to where you are now yeah no um two different stages there so the um we were living in central wisconsin at the time and there was a my first teacher former professor there uh in the town gave me lessons from age nine until i left for college you know i was I went to college a little bit early, and I was not really um, uh, aware of the uh, the academic world, and I didn't realize because um, just because I wanted to study with Richard Davis, the basis there that I would, you know, uh, would necessitate trumpet lessons, and there was no jazz program, oh. so I studied with um, John Ailey, who was a fantastic, uh, soulful uh, trumpet player solely classical mm -hmm. but he was he was just fantastic through college I, I was two years in the university of wisconsin and then transferred to the university of new orleans and really the emphasis i, I studied with mr marsalis and you know recently trying to play and and work as much as possible so you know many of us uh at that time were looking for just any any gigs and and uh you know i was no exception i played at a place where others were playing uh, Cafe Brazil was one and then there was a, a Caldi's uh, coffee shop which hosted jazz Sunday nights and so I had a series of Sunday nights featuring different you know great uh, musicians Clifford Brown and and so that was a that was a kind of first jumping off point and um, you know journeys from there um, kind of through Chicago to Connecticut and there was a scene there around Rudy's Bar uh, where Wayne Escoffrey was, a, you know, people would congregate at and come in from New York City. And so that was kind of a hot spot, if you will. Um, and then I played gigs around that area with um, a man named Bill Brown and uh, also some brass quintet music even at that point. Who would you say has been the biggest influence on your musical style? For trumpet playing, I'd say without a doubt, Miles Davis. Thank you. 
recording I ever bought was Kind of Blue, and that just kind of took me different places where I was, you know, following all the musicians that played on the recording, and then from there, musicians who played with them. Now, I, I haven't had a good look at the track notes for your album. How much of it are you writing yourself? Five of the nine are, are my own. Um, the first four, I believe, and then Shipmates, which is, I think, the second to last track. What's your personal favorite track from the album mm-hmm. very marie this is uh, written for my fiance marie you say your style of music has changed since your first recording up until your current one so miles davis he, he definitely was the, the biggest influence for a long period of time um and then clifford brown following um with lee morgan and then other players you know including um some who have come to know as as uh, contemporaries in new orleans at school bryce winston even though he's a saxophonist and uh, especially Nicholas Payton in that uh, time frame in New Orleans as a trumpet player. Just listening to their recordings and their um, hearing them come through Chicago, I've you know really come to appreciate more modern sounds and as well as you know where I kind of uh, felt the comfort zone, which is more hard bop initially. So I've been trying to add different elements. <laughs> Marcus, do you play with a, um, a, a regular group of other musicians? or Most often, the players in Chicago, there are some core players that, uh, that I work with. Uh, Adrian Ruiz on piano is, uh, has been my um, kind of uh, partner in music for the past several years. Drummers have varied, bass players as well. Bryce Winston has, has now played on the, this recording and then... What happens next? I mean, at the moment, of course, we're in uh, <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> Live performances are out. I've been uh, I've been thinking of that. Um, September is the vo- is volume two coming out, so I'm I'm really trying to um, gain uh, attention for the the entirety of the project. So volumes one and two, mm. and um, I'm uh, talking to others that are have now released uh, recordings in this time period. And uh, you know, I think probably we have we have some 
video footage from the first uh, release concert here in Chicago last October, and uh, I'm thinking about kind of uh, incorporating some of that in the, um, and, uh, you know, depending, of course, on the um, uh, environment of the of the globe at the moment, um, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, if it's still not manageable to meet with people doing some of the uh, broadcasting from my home here and yeah. also with uh, my pianist in Chicago. work on the second album coming along is that mainly written or is it still a work in progress those are recorded uh, right in fact, um, it, it was even at the same time period we we did a, a few different sessions first was a duet session in uh, July of that year we followed up with adding a percussionist the uh, Wika um, Brazilian instrument uh, talking drum right? I think uh-huh. it has African uh, elements as I'm quite sure also um, but the player is actually from Brazil and he had joined for the second session and then we did um, a few months later two other sessions so all the material together was much more than compact disc allows for and I'm you know feel very fortunate to work with uh, Origin Records to have the second volume come out so that it's in shape it's at uh, with the it's been mixed already and it's actually this week was the starting point for mastering by Kevin Blackler, a mastering engineer in New York City, and I was able to speak with him this week, incidentally, and so that's the stage it's in. It was already mixed by uh, David Stoller at Samurai Hotel in Queens, and it was sent for mastering, and starting in that uh, phase. Um, I just, uh, there's a lot of love that went into the recording, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, the September release of Figure 2. 